Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, hello, hello. It is Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach, and we got a lot to talk about today, and I'm very glad, I'm very glad I'm not ha-ha Clinton Dix. Uh, Tony, did you see that video by any chance of ha-ha running away? No, I did not. Well, here's the deal. Uh, there was a surveillance camera, probably ha-ha's, on his house, all right, showing the driveway and the house, and there's a car in the driveway. Suddenly, you see a man who turns out to be Ha Ha Clinton Dix uh, on a little scooter. He's scooting down his own driveway. <laughs> Suddenly, he sees three bears right next to the car a mama bear and two papa bears. He turns around and skedaddles. And I, I know he is probably fast by human standards, but he's not fast by bear standards. <laughs> and he just took off. It was really, really funny. And, and don't think you can outrun a bear because you can't. Because a bear and a horse are about the same, and you can't outrun a horse. You know that. I hope you never have to prove that you can. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the, uh, the big news, uh, uh, you know, everybody's getting something named after them. And uh, pretty soon there will be a Black Lives Matter street somewhere in Buffalo. But, you, you know, I got some advanced words on they're going to rename a street uh, for polling cars. But I, I'm against it because he already has a street named after him. Tony and Buzzy, tell me, what street is already named after Mark Polencars? Is it in Cheektawaga? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who said? Who said? Dick Rowe. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Very good, Tony. You got your comedy chops, right? Did Buzzy know it, too? I, I was going to say, is it a, a road that leads to the airport? Was going to be a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's the first thing I thought of. Now, of course, the truth be told, I have, I have a, something different. I have a yacht club named after me. You in, do? In Grand, in Grand Island, there is. There is a Sandy Beach Yacht Club. Tony, you know that, right? I've been there. Yeah, uh, and I, I did a uh, broadcast there one time. 
So, yeah, I have a Sandy Beach uh, Yacht Club, so I think that's even better than a street. What can I tell you? I was actually supposed to do a half marathon that started at the Sandy Beach uh, Yacht Club, but oh, really? obviously that got canceled. But that was my oh. May half marathon. Well, you've been, run- you've been running all over me anyway, so that's enough. <laughs> you don't need any more. So, guys, uh, what's going on with you, Tony? you got a hot tub now, huh? Yes, I'm you a happy little, camper. Little devil you. I can't wait to get home and try it out. <laughs> we set Is it up the- last night, and uh, it, it's really nice. It's um, I forgot the, uh, the make of it, but it's an inflatable hot tub. Uh, it has a pump, and have it set for 104 degrees. Checked it this morning. I used to work there. That's right. <laughs> I checked it this morning before I left. It was 95. Like, oh man. Now, That's like bath water. Tony, don't uh, don't misunderstand what I'm going to ask you, Uh-oh. of course. Uh, don't misinterpret it or anything. <laughs> okay. But is Jeannie going to be in the hot tub? Yes, she is. She is <laughs> eager to try it out. Oh, you lucky devil. You All those grocery shopping trips you took are going to be worthwhile now when are you going to babysit the kids by the way <laughs> <laughs> that'd be nice yeah i can you know i can teach uh, your son how to rack a gun <laughs> yes you could <laughs> well uh, okay so you got a hot tub and yes. we, you haven't been in it yet no we set it up last night and uh let's see when we filled up the water it said it was at 68 before I went to bed, it was up to around 74, and then, like I said this morning, it was at 95. A really neat thing. I'm going to have to hire an electrician, though. I've discovered that I don't like an extension cord going across the patio into the garage. And you know, Well, that's a good idea to have. Yeah, a, yeah I want it done so. right, you know? And uh, where is it, in the backyard? Yeah, the back patio. Now, and uh, just my me, luck, there- the patio's not level. Are there <laughs> any ways to get to your backyard without going through the garage, like... From the uh, street that's adjacent to your street. I mean, not that I would go there. Yeah, you uh, could get in through the gate. You could. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. I'm writing that down right now. But good uh, luck getting past I, Samantha. <laughs> Never mind I, beware of dog. We have beware of Samantha. <laughs> Bernie and I will bring a, a, a box lunch. Okay, How about cool. That? There's a picnic table there. <laughs> Just put up the umbrella. Yeah, I know what that yourself. picnic table looks like. I that's the I other one. That. I have two now. <laughs> <laughs> You have two. Now, that's a party family. Two picnic tables. Very it, nice. It's great for when, like, Nick's birthday is next month, and normally, on a normal year, we would be planning a party, and, and those picnic tables are fantastic. You know, five at one table, five at another. Yeah. You have the umbrella so the sun's not killing you. Yeah. You can eat outside and, and enjoy it. So that's uh, that's what it's for. Well, anyway, I have a lot of uh, good times in, uh, you know what, too, uh, if you bring anything that needs to be boiled in water, just put it right in your, in, in the tub with you. Yeah, so I was got- asking my friend, I said, I, look, I don't want to be a, uh, a baked potato when there are broiled potatoes, so you know, now you'll be fine at 104. And uh, Mr. Buzzy Beamer, yes. you don't have a hot tub, but you've got life by the you-know-what. Yes, yes, no hot tub. And, you know, I have to say I'm, I'm quite jealous. Uh, there is a pool at the complex I live at, but unfortun- oh, okay. unfortunately it's nice and open and you can hear the water and see, you know, hear the filter, see the water, uh, but unfortunately it's still closed to the public. So oh, I, you uh, know, uh, so, so you can't use it. So I'm not able to, to go take a dip, no. Now, I, uh, you're going to take Tony with you? <laughs> <laughs> he could come over you're, and use my hot You're tongue. allowed to take a dip with you. Okay. <laughs> now, now that I've insulted the entire broadcast team. Thank you. <laughs> uh, there's a drug uh, that ought to be kept more up to date. 
I saw it today on television. I don't remember the drug, but I remember the commercial. And boy, it won't be long before they take that off. Uh, it's for a drug, and I don't know what it's for, uh, what the drug is for, because I had the volume down. I, I listen to the radio and watch TV at the same time when I'm uh, uh, looking over stuff in the morning. And it shows this girl leaving the house. Well, she's a woman, but she's, she's very young. Okay? She's leaving the house with her two friends. And then they, they walk past an open-air fruit market in which the girl, the main girl in the commercial, reaches into the fruit with her bare hands and uh, decides which piece of fruit she wants and pops it in her mouth. Now, that is a huge no-no because uh, I, th- I think I got it right. I think she touched more than one piece of fruit. Not, not a good thing to do, you know what I mean? You used to see people that would uh, make their own all-star fruit basket by the fruit that is at the supermarket. Take a berry from here and a berry from there and a berry from over here and make up an ideal fruit basket. I don't know if you, do you still see that at the market? Because I don't go to the market. Bernie does. I don't see that kind of. Uh, no, I. You I don't, don't see no, that People anymore? are pretty polite. You know, grab your whatever you're out to get. So there's no fingerprints on the, there's no fingerprints on the blueberry or anything? No. Okay, well, that's good. All right, so Tony's got a great weekend ahead of him, I can tell you that, in the hot tub. How about that? And we'll be back with more on News Radio 930 WBN. Uh, yeah, they're relaxing uh, some of the rules in, in uh, that's probably Paris is what I'm looking at now. And uh, Paris is such a beautiful city. If, if, if you have to pick one, if you're going on vacation and going to treat yourself to one European city, I don't know how you could bypass Paris. I mean, I think England is fabulous, London, eh, but Paris is just something really special. You should go to it if you can. Uh, if you have that choice, do it. Uh, now, meanwhile, uh, some, some good news. CHOP, uh, if they have a leadership, the leadership has says, no mas, no mas. CHOP is over. At least that's what they, the, the leadership of CHOP said it's over, and that's that, okay? However, there are some CHOPPers who are still in there uh, who are, uh, remember, the, the mayor said, enough is enough. You know, I was willing to allow you one murder, but now four, uh, four shootings in two days is too much. So uh, get ready to dismantle. Uh, the police are going to go in there quietly and peacefully, and uh, everything is going to be kumbaya-ish. Uh, but so CHOP probably got the message that this time it is over, okay? So they're saying it's over. Uh, we're done. We're done. Uh, but uh, there's the choppers that are still there say, hey, Hey, we didn't get that memo. Nobody sent us that email. That text never arrived. What is going on here? And so there's a few left. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how they uh, finally finish it. So I'm asking you, with the leaders of CHOP saying it's over, what have we learned? It's important when we go through these things that we learn something. And I really learned something. I mean, I knew. Here's what I knew. I knew, I knew that there's a lot of dumb people out there, and I know there's people out there who are easily led. So how do I know that? Because we have a Democratic Party. <laughs> That's how I know it. 
uh, Joe Biden is the candidate. That's how I know it. But I know that's there. What I didn't know, and I'll be honest, I didn't know how important it was for us as voters to recognize we got to make the put the real people in the mayor's seat. See, I never assumed the mayor had that much control over everything, where the mayor could almost go toe-to-toe with the president, where there's the, the jurisdictional fight. The mayor's got more clout than I thought. I thought the mayor was just the guy who gave out, or a woman who gave out the key to the city to athletes as they come through. No, apparently they got more power than that. So I think what I learned is pay more attention and actually care about the mayoral races, also the governors, uh, that it's important uh, to get your party in, the, in, those, uh, in those places as well. What did you guys learn uh, from CHOP? Tony. Well, first of all, you said that they are, uh, let's see, they're the official guy or the head guy, whatever he is, says yeah. it's over, but some of the them inside are saying that it's not over? Yeah, some of them inside what? saying, we, we have not over? heard that. Probably. Did you say over? Over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. That's the Was mayor. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? See, she doesn't know. Hell no! See, she has Girl, no idea. Forget it, he's rolling. And it ain't over now. Because <laughs> when the going gets tough. <laughs> it's not over. It's not over. Well, thank you, mayor. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, so uh, what have you learned, Tony? That is not <laughs> Besides where to get a good drop. <laughs> I was trying to find the right spot for that one. Yes, that's excellent. Because well, we, I think we learned a lot from this, uh, uh, from this insurrection in Oregon. Yeah, we learned that if you're a... Uh, uh, if you're in a Democrat city, you're in trouble. That's what that's what I've learned. Uh, yeah, Democrat controlled city, absolutely. I should say. Absolutely. How about how about you, Buzzy? Yeah, you know, as uh, as you said, it does illustrate just how disconnected some people seem, and unfortunately, how in some areas, as Tony said, led by mostly those on the left. Oh, wait a minute all led by those on the left, how easily they will back down to pressure. I mean, nowhere in America should people be able to say, uh, yeah, no police allowed here, and actually get away with it for as long as CHOP, or whatever they want to call it today, uh, was a thing. See, I didn't know the, uh, the structure, the command structure. I assumed if something required police intervention, the police just did it. Okay, they have their own command structure within the police department. I didn't know that they they could be told to stand down. Uh, now we learned that part of it uh, a couple of years ago in Baltimore. Remember, the mayor told the uh, cops to stand down while they were being pelted with chunks of cement. Uh, so I, I kind of learned that there. Uh, but uh, I didn't know that civilian control was all encompassing over the police. Uh, that's that's one thing I I didn't know. And as I said before, I didn't know that the mayors uh, had no spine, no spine at all. In fact, think about it. If they want to make a name for themselves, they keep law and order, and they face adversity. They don't just give in. Get, no, nobody's going to say, oh, yeah, we, this person, yeah, we got to make this person president because he or she gave in so nicely uh, to the mob. Yeah, they, they deserve, I want, I want them to go up against Putin. So that, that can't be that, but it has to be something, and uh, so we learned that. I want to know what the audience learned uh, from that, from the, uh, the CHOP 
illegal blockade. And now I think uh, now that we're seeing some of the big states like uh, California, Texas, and Florida are having uh, real spikes in, in the numbers, we're getting better. We're, we're doing pretty well, but they're having spikes in the, uh, in the virus. And an article in the New York Times says, China is testing restaurant workers and delivery drivers block by block. South Korea tells people to carry two types of masks for differing uh, risky social situations. Germany requires communities to crack down when the number of infections hits certain thresholds. Britain will target local outbreaks in a strategy that the prime minister calls whack-a-mole, which makes sense and is very descriptive. So I'm asking on a, on a survey score of 0 to 100, 100 being the worst, 100 being absolutely unbearable, where you can't deal with it anymore, uh, what uh, what level are you at regarding the COVID-19 virus? Uh, Tony, give me a number. And it includes, you know, inconvenience, uh, things you have to do you didn't have to do before, uh, wearing a mask, going to the grocery store dressed like a, a mummy. I mean, no, uh, what's your what's your number, zero to 100? Obviously, it's a huge pain in the butt, and it's uh, the Oh, it's interrupting. That's unusual, <laughs> yeah. Tony. It usually strikes in the bronchial section. <laughs> you got a pain in the butt? I do. It's called COVID. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, it's disrupted my life. There's many things that uh, I can no longer do that I want to do, including coaching football. That doesn't look like it's going to happen this year. Uh, you know, the wearing a mask thing, it's not uh, a big a deal. I mean, it's a pain, but it's not that big of a deal to me. I wear it when I go to uh, shopping and only because I think that uh, I'm making others feel safer. I don't believe that the masks are really doing that much to begin with. Give me a number. Uh, okay, so if I say uh, 10, that means I am maxed out with this thing. Oh, no, it's the opposite. Okay, then it's zero. Zero to 100, 100 being the worst. Well, then 100 is the worst, then. Oh, so you're at 100? Well, maybe not 100, but I'm close 100 to 100 means give me the directions to the bridge, and here's my good watch. No, I'm not that no, far you're not yet. there. No, no. no. So you're, you're up in the 90s, though? Yeah, I probably consider myself in the 90s. Wow. Okay, Buzzy, how about you? I'll, uh, up, up. I'll, I'll let have you know to after wait the break. For- We'll have to wait for Buzzy. I know a lot of you are saying, what? We found out about Tony, but what about Buzzy now? You can find out after the news on News Radio 930 WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Beach and Company, when we last left you, we said the two questions are, the leaders of CHOP have said it's over. What have we learned? That's the first question. The second one, in a zero to a hundred scale, a hundred being the worst, okay? Zero being the best. Uh, what is your level of frustration regarding how your life has changed dealing with COVID? We last checked Tony Caligiri, who said desperately his voice had a higher octave. Uh, let's see, in the 90s. In the 90s, he's one step away from a bridge. So uh, if you see Tony, try and cheer him up a little bit. Meanwhile, now we go to Buzzy Beamer, and we'll see how Buzzy feels dealing with the same problems we're all dealing with. What do you got, Buzz? Well, you know, early on, Sandy, when this all started, I was all for uh, shutting it all down and minimizing the effects of the coronavirus. And... Uh, you know, we we did that, and that was annoying, but at the time, and I still think that was necessary. Uh, but my frustration is not so much with the virus as it is how every day what we're told about this virus changes, and it's yeah. different. And yeah. now how the the goal of the state, especially this state, has changed. Remember, in March, it was flattening the curve of hospitalizations, okay? But now it just seems like cases are what we're counting. We're not counting hospitalizations anymore. We're counting just cases. Uh, you look around the country and, and listen to what we're hearing on the, uh, on the news from the mainstream media about how cases are up in all these states, but not hospitalizations. That's what we're supposed to be keeping our eye on. So, of course, when younger people go out and younger people are, uh, you know, uh, socializing and going to clubs, they're going to get there's, there's, it's likely that the virus will spread amongst younger people. But we have so much more testing than we did four months ago. And if you have it, obviously stay home, uh, let it work its way, and, and, and do that. But hospitalizations aren't up. But yet we're still sitting here about to enter phase four 
And there's only four phases, and we still have major parts of people's lives, major employers not reopening. So that's where my frustration is. And so I'd say my frustration right now is at the highest it's been with this virus. Uh, It it might be a few ticks lower because I'm coming off vacation. Uh, But I would say on the scale, we are right around an 84 or an 85. Whoa, so you're 84, 85, and Tony's in the 90s. Uh, my uh, my frustration level is not as high. It's high, but it's not as high because of Bernadette. Bernadette is uh, she does the grocery shopping. She uh, uh, you know nice meals. She's great companion. Uh, all, all kinds of and she's fun to be with. So it kind of takes the edge off of being miserable. And so I would say mine is probably sixty. Okay, it's it's worse than half. It's heading toward the higher numbers, but but it's 60 because I like to uh, go out to dinner and things like that. We can't do that. There are certain things you can't do anymore, at least for now. Uh, Plus, I understand what you're saying about how at the beginning, for instance, they said, uh, you know, young people don't really have to worry too much about it. And now it's, uh, yeah, the average age right now is in the 30s. So uh, we're creeping up on buzzy numbers. Uh, So it's in the 30s, so they've changed that. But but I can understand how a pandemic or an epidemic or any kind of demic uh, can change uh, as it goes along. We don't know everything about every single virus, and so we have to accept the changes. That, and we don't know who to believe. Uh, I've been saying that since day one when we got into this, that who do we believe? Because we have doctors disagreeing with doctors, scientists disagreeing with scientists. Uh, Fauci, oh, he's a genius. No, Fauci is not a genius. Uh, You know, the the way that, how far off they were with their numbers, their projections. I'll I'll tell you something, Tony. We could all be feeling better about it if Fauci was a little taller. He's a little small to be a dictator for America. You know what I mean? Uh, he is He's a little toy guy behind a little toy uh, a podium. And uh, we, we need, we need taller, taller guys to tell us, hey, stay the hell in the house. I told you to do it. And if you don't do it, I'll track you down like a dog. That's what we need. Instead, this is a little guy. He can barely see over the thing. And he's telling you how... You may not have football anymore, ever. Huh? <laughs> and people do not like that. Do you guys agree with that, or do you think that's too much? I think that's too much. I don't think his height has anything to do with it, uh, says the short guy uh, on the show. Uh, but again, uh, he's so far off on his numbers in the beginning. Was, oh, well, this is an, you know, liberals will say this is an evolving process, and that's good that he's learning and he's adjusting. Uh, bottom line is, it seems to me that nobody really knows what's going on. Saw an interview with a biologist on uh, a host, uh, Del Bigtree. I think it's called The uh, High Wire, and does a lot of medical stuff. And this biologist just laid it out. So, look, this virus is going to be gone within two years, just like any virus. This is the, the longer you go with the heat in the summer by september it's going to be weaker well let's hope he's right i hope so i'm counting or at least i'm crossing my fingers and hoping he's right all right let's uh let's take a break and then we'll come back and answer the phones but the the basic question is uh, the leader of chop uh which is the rogue nation there it says it's over what have we learned from that uh also in a zero to hundred scale 100 being the highest level of frustration. What is your number? 
Uh, we've got a 90s number, we've got an 84 number, and we got a 60 number. We'd like to know yours on News Radio 930 WBEN. Wow, one of the texts, one of the earliest texts I have on the big giant screen here in front of me says, Sandy, you sound whipped. Just because I said some nice things about my fiance, just because I said how how pleasant she makes the atmosphere so that the tension isn't isn't there do i sound whipped gee i'm usually i'm a testosterone donor i don't know how i could be whipped now buzzy and tony not that this has to do with anything else but do you think i sound whipped Need I remind you and everyone else that that's what you used to say about me many years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're whipped. Okay, so we're both whipped. <laughs> so what do we got? Only one guy that isn't whipped, and that's Buzzy? Oh, no, he's that's whipped. Right. <laughs> that's right. Don't let him kid you. <laughs> the three of us are whipped, but at least I have two cats. So I have a reason to be whipped. And right now everybody's figuring out the joke, right? Thank you very much. Try the veal. We'll be here all week. I like veal. I do love veal myself. All right. Uh, let's get to the phones. We're asking a couple of questions. The leaders of CHOP say it's over. What have we learned? All right. And also on a zero to 100 scale, 100 being the worst, what's your level of frustration regarding uh, COVID-19? Uh, uh, we we have an 84, we have in the 90s, and we have a 60 on our broadcast team. Let's go to line one on a cell phone. It's Ron. Ron, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy. Well, Hello, Ron. What's on your mind today? Well, a couple things. I hope you'll let me share. Um, on the, what happened in Seattle is we have to be vigilant as Americans that how precious our freedom is and is how easily it can be compromised by people who don't believe in principles and don't listen believe in the law so what we deal with it is if you break the law and my growing up my mom and dad said if police bring you to the house because you did something we're going to believe them because more than likely 99 percent of the time they're not wrong they're buying the laws so that's one Second thing, I'm about 150 on your on your percentage. Whoa, right over the top. Now, well, that's because I feel I feel my country being stolen by people who have, just don't care. They just don't care, and the politicians uh, that support them. I have, and then so now that my question I wanted to ask you, Sandy, when are we going to make our journalists and the radio station news department? When are we going to make the reporting companies, agents, hospitals, report how many people that had the disease are now healthy? They've gone through it. When are we going to start reporting those numbers? When are we going to realize that this is more people died of diarrhea last month than they did from the COVID disease? But we're and the other disease we have right now, and it's rampant. And I don't the cure. I think in my book, it's faith. But it's negativity. We have succumbed to the most negative, failure, loser thinking, and our country was we wouldn't even be formed today based on the thinking processes of our leaders that are on TV beating their hearts, saying how great I am because I'm doing something special for COVID. You're not a hero in my book. You're never going to statue, and you're never going to be a hero. 
And look at uh, look at the things that are going on uh, with the telephone. The telephone is good. The telephone is bad. The uh, online is good. Online is bad because we're fact checking everything. Uh, we're know it alls because we look something up. We take pictures of everything. So if somebody crosses against the light, we got a picture of them along with their. Uh, their shoe size. Um, the bottom line is we seem to be, uh, we want to be right on everything. We want to put everybody else down if they're one inch off. That's just the way it is. There's no live and let live anymore. And it's my way or the highway. And that's what this thing in Seattle was about. Uh, they didn't even know what the hell they wanted. They knew that they had an opportunity to do something uh, because of the uh, the gruesome uh, death of uh, Mr. Floyd, of uh, George Floyd. And so they took advantage of it, and I think others will do that too. Sandy, did you do anything? Did you have anything to do with this man that was killed? Wrongly killed. But did you have anything to do with it? No. No. Did you have guilt over it? No. No. Did you have guilt over people who say he deserved it? That's wrong. But I'm saying we got to stop this attack and judgment by people who are not in the judgment seat and power and not let them get away with it. If you don't have backbone to stand up to it, they're going to walk all over us, and we'll be like the Bolsheviks in Moscow. And the public officials are are like that, too. Uh, Think about it. What is this rush to name a street uh, Black Lives Matter? I mean... We've we've known uh, we've known their cause for some time. Nobody thought it was uh, necessary to rush into something like that and, until we had the problems. Now that we have the problems, they're rushing into it because they're hoping it'll be ransomware, where they uh, will they'll pay off and nobody will be bad to them. Uh, that boy, that is false thinking because you see what's happening even to to uh, with these mobs even with statues of people that agree with them agree if they had a legitimate cause that's what it would be and they they tear down those statues too so it doesn't make any difference of course not you know Ralph Nader was, a, was did some very good things but there'll never be a statue built for him because all he did was nitpick complain negative and destroy he almost destroyed general motors and his thinking, his process thinking is rampant on the college campuses. And now it's in every news media and every politician. And they get power from it because we give it to them. Yeah, and we send our kids to be indoctrinated at college. Uh, we send them to be indoctrinated by the professors uh, because that's, uh, they get the final shot at them before they're out into the world. Hey, thanks, Ron. Good to talk to you. Let's go to Judy, Judy, Judy on line two in Amherst. You're on WBEN. Hi, Sandy. How are you? I'm fine, Judy. What do you have for us today? Talking to you. Well, listen, I just want to comment because I've lived in the Buffalo area my entire life, and I always wondered who Dick Road was named after. <laughs> yeah, Dick Road was named after the county executive. Yeah, boy, yep. whoever did that was spot on. <laughs> well, I'm glad you. I'm glad you learned. It's a learning process here on the show. Yes, yes. Um, I just want to comment about the percentage of where I'm fed up with this COVID thing, and it is in the high 90s. Whoa, up there with Tony. Wow. Yes, absolutely. I, You know, I'm a senior citizen, and I believe that us older people, if we have infirmities, should be, you know, very, very careful. But 
this virus is hyped up so much. Um, you know, I, I I don't understand how they've closed everything down and who's making these decisions. I, I, I why Wegmans has been open this whole time, packed with people, but we can't open the malls. I mean, I don't see the difference and. Nobody's saying what scientific methods they're using to come up with these decisions. Well, yeah, that's kind of like a mystery. The mystery group, they're announced by the governor, but uh, somebody else uh, in, in cahoots with the governor makes the decision. Hey, good to talk to you. I'm glad you learned a little bit about our history there, Judy. On News Radio 930, this is WBEN. All Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.